Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. And you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, little notify bell next to it. We've also got channel memberships. You two can join the Slow Wolf Pack. Hit that join button there for $5 a month to get access to all the bonus content that our patrons of $5 and up Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, get access to. mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, we are on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a bunch more reward tiers there, including the $20 reward tier. You can get your video on Matt Chat and you get the Friendo Care Package. It's got a comic book sticker. You got the. There it is right there. If you're watching this on the YouTube, you can check it out there. So it's all good stuff. Uh, And then uh, I think the Friendo Market. Sale the promo code for Mania might be over. Oh. I forget what I set it to expire for. Did you get your haircut yesterday? No, it looks shorter. Does it? Did you did you actually style it? That's weird. No, it does look shorter. You're does messing it? with me, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> yeah, somebody got a haircut and she cut too much off, but that's okay. When I have shorter hair, it makes my my face look even fatter than it actually is. Well, I didn't notice that. No, the hair on top is poofier. Oh it's got yeah, more height to it. That's well, I when I get when it's longer, I have to. It just crumbles under its own weight. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, Raw after Mania, uh, good stuff, right? Mm, was it, it in terms of Raws after Mania? This was probably the more, if not the most underwhelming of recent memory. Well, I'll say this: there was there was stuff that I really liked about it, and there was stuff that I, I thought it was it was exactly an in between show. It was an in-between show of Raw, and I thought it was an in-between Raw after Mania. Well, uh, the expectations <clears throat> are generally so high for Raw after Mania that, and I thought I said this before we started, is is like usually it's the reset. You, you, it's the culmination of the previous year's storylines, uh, you know, with with the crescendo happening at Mania generally, and here's your opportunity to start anew for the next twelve months, yeah. roughly. Yeah, and didn't really have that feeling. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, you know, we got it didn't. You got, didn't. It got the you got the opening segment between Kofi and Seth, which was cool. Yeah, and like whoa, this could be. We all knew the match was gonna have a clean finish. Yeah, sure, and that's fine. Yeah, 
uh, but just how the clean finish was avoided left a bit to be desired because oh, that was yeah because it's like what's Cesaro and Sheamus's motivations we don't know they just want to mess with them yeah sorry that's not strong enough for me well and also on top of that Sheamus and Cesaro and here's the thing like the crowd was it was it, number one it was it was it was all over the, it was all over the map it, we we put up I put up a community poll uh and uh it it it, it was heavy on in between it was 43% of you after two and a half thousand votes 43% of you thought it was an in-between show. I agree with that. The Yays actually did give it 26%. Taken on its own, it was a pretty solid episode of Raw. Um, but it, it was sort of an underwhelming, like you said, Raw after Mania. Yeah. Uh, nays were up to 16%. They were probably echoing your thoughts on the main event because that was, that was there is a million different ways you could have done that. Like if Drew had come out and laid everybody out. I've been I, cool with that. There, there are two scenarios I think that could have worked really, really well. We'll talk Hell, about even that. Even if Lars Sullivan came out at the end and laid everybody up. That, see, that's, I've been fine with that. That would have been great. You know why? Because I was talking to the Friendoverse dude, Mikey Omega, mm-hmm. about this. And uh, I felt like even if Lars is going to end up being a mid Carter, do what you used to do back in the Attitude Era. You debut a new guy in a main event role. He comes out, squashes the main event. Ne- uh, tomorrow or tonight on SmackDown, rather, he squashes an upper mid card match. He comes out and he poo poos that. Yeah, yeah. Then he settles into the mid card, feuding with somebody like Mustafa Ali or somebody mm-hmm. around that level. Mm-hmm. That's how you can debut Lars Sullivan. It's a call up, which people really like call ups. Um, and uh, and and so people are happy about that. And it's a new face, and and you're starting off Lars really really strong. Yeah, he's making an impact. Obviously, you go with Drew. Drew comes out there, and you can't just do something normal with Drew. Drew comes out, and he annihilates in a highly vicious fashion. Maybe you even let Seth get some blood. Um, he annihilates the two champions. Champions. Yes. So That's regardless, really regardless what, where I'm going after this shakeup, I want title. Right. That's and that makes how you perfect do sense. It. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. That's how you do it. But does Thebar, like, what's their end game? What's their goal? What was the point? And they just by commentary, all they could say is like, "Well, you know, they have history with everybody." Well, yeah, because so they've been there in the to, company for a million years. They're just there years. to mess with people, essentially. Of course, they have. I'm sure what the, the the goal was, the end, or the idea was. Okay, we'll we'll have Thebar, a SmackDown team, come over to Raw mm-hmm. because Superstar Shakeup's happening next week, and we can get people excited for that because here's a, 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 a tag team jumping brands. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not just these days. Here's the thing: these days. When we've had literally what about twenty cross brand appearances, the yeah, there's no impact there. If if we had had zero zero uh, cross brand uh, appearances from various superstars, and Thebar came over, okay, then you might be. But even then, it's, it's the way. Granted, SmackDown's tag division handled way better than Raw, but still, the, the tag division has never really, or not for a while, in WWE been treated like a main event spot yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So when a tag team comes over, it's kind of, eh. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Now if like Samoa Joe had come come in and, and messed up the match, mm-hmm. tossed it out. That'd have been, be- yeah, that'd and, like, better too. And like put Seth and Kofi in the clutch at the same time or something like that. Oh, it'd be like a big hug. That'd have been something else. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's any number of scenarios you could have played out. You need to you need to finish that with a bit more shocking <laughs> and the bar, and especially because everybody saw the writing. They come out, of course, they're going to turn into a tag team match. I know, and it just uh, yeah, it wasn't going to work. That being said, I mean they they did pull the trigger on some oddball stuff, some rematches, uh, a final send off seemingly for Kurt Angle, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and Dean and, Ambrose, and then Dean, yeah, and Dean Ambrose, and, and Sammy got, came back, and we had Undertaker appearance. That was all fun, I guess. Sammy Undertaker. So I mean, it definitely had that feel to it. 
But uh, but we'll get into the into the minutia of it in a little bit. First off, uh, we want to go over. So we took the day off yesterday. Yeah, much needed. Still did you pretty get, tired. Did you get some good rest? Yeah, no. I'm kind of tired too. No, I didn't get the rest I wanted at all. No, uh, I kind of did nothing except for my taxes yesterday and this haircut. That's kind of a lot. Um, taxes is a lot. Well, I had I had most of it done. I just had to do some little bits and pieces. Uh, so I'm happy that's done. But no, beyond I didn't, that, I didn't, I didn't really didn't, do anything. I didn't get the sleep I wanted yesterday. I watched one episode of this show that I like on Netflix. It's a Spanish. It's like literally from Spain. Oh, what's it called? Catalonia. It's called uh, If We Hadn't Met or If They oh, Hadn't okay. Met. I, I forget what the title is in Spanish, but it's an alternate universe type thing. Oh, of course it's you like love a, it. Then. It's like a love story. Of course you uh, love it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's great. It's really cool. Um, Let's talk about these, these little news bits. So the main thing coming on Mania, we t- touched on this a bit uh, in our Mania review, um, the early word about the finish to the main event, whether it was a, a botch, whether it was just a little messy. Um, at first, I think his name was Tom. Sorry, I should have Um Reported that, yes, that was not the intended finish of the match. It was, in fact, a botch. Uh, the the uh, original finish was supposed to be Becky tapping out Charlotte. Right. Then subsequently, Monday morning, I believe, or Sunday night, Meltzer did his post-mania episode of Wrestling Observer Radio and said, no, that was the intended finish. If anything was an issue, it was that Ronda's shoulders weren't down for the full duration of the three count. Um, Sean Ross Sapp had tweeted out uh, Ronda was upset backstage. But then he also said yesterday that, uh, to kind of clarify a bit, that the... Gosh, how did exactly he had said? I think on the podcast, he said she was mad, but that's not the exact verbiage that she was unhappy. But also, he had heard that the finish didn't go as planned, but he didn't necessarily say there was another finish instead. Yeah, it feels kind of like because the original thing coming from Tom Callahoe, 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 was that Ron uh, was that Charlotte was supposed to tap, right? Yes, yes, and then everything after that was no, the finish went down as planned. But from what I gather, Rhonda, in trying to sell that she's trying to get out of the out of the pin, did a bit too much. Did a bit too much, and that's why her shoulder went up, and that was the botch itself. And Rhonda wasn't happy about, from what I understood, what I would imagine was her yeah. executing that pin. Um, also, Justin Brasso, Sports Illustrated, says, "quote Multiple sources close to WWE have confirmed that the controversial finish of WrestleMania 35 minute event went off as planned." Yeah, with Becky Lynch pinning Rhonda. Um, the whole idea was that the Vince didn't want Ronda to tap yeah. in her loss. So down the line, I think I kind of mentioned this in the Armenia review, down the line, Ronda can come back whenever she wants to come back, if she wants to come back, say, mm-hmm. all right, you got me. You caught me with the with the pin, Becky, yeah. but I didn't tap. Yeah. So this isn't over. Yeah. Uh, which uh, we had actually talked about on the show. Like We were just yeah. talking about what we had in front of us. And that finish actually did make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I know everybody wants, or a lot of people out there. I saw this on, you know, on on the twitters. A lot of people want. Oh, the the ultimate culmination of that storyline is her tapping out to Becky Lynch. Well, in wrestling, you always have to you have to save. You gotta you gotta look further down the road, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. I'm not saying I liked it or I didn't like it, um, but you know that that's kind of how they operate. You know, mm-hmm. Ronda's a big big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for her just to end right now with tapping out to Becky Lynch, you know, that 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 eliminates some possibilities in the future. If you're the situation where Rhonda, you know, was a company for a year and that was it, and she's like, All right, I got my year under me. 
done. She's done. She's done. done. Yeah. No interest in never coming back. Yeah. Then yeah, the finish were it's definitive. Right. No doubt. Yeah. That makes sense. But if Ronda's like, yeah, I want to step away for a bit, decide what I want to do. Maybe he'll be gone for six months, maybe a year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You gotta. I mean, I completely understand why WWE want to leave it a bit open ended because mm-hmm. the end result is the fans got what they wanted. They got Becky winning that match, holding both those titles up. Was it as dramatic as maybe as satisfying as it could have been? No. But maybe at SummerSlam, maybe at Mania next year, that's one thing Justin Barrasso mentions in his SI piece, is that right now the plan tentatively is for Ronda and Becky at Mania 36. Yeah, wow. Um, so if that's the goal of mine, then yeah, leave it, I guess, I, I understand, leave it a little bit open-ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can revisit that at another point. And yeah. then you can get your declarative blow-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A year down the line. Now you have a year to build up to it if you can actually add more heat to it, if it's yeah. even possible. Yeah. And um, on top of that, like all the the sort of the 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 dismay, if you will, over you know, the fans being grumpy about Charlotte being added to the match, you know, maybe it would make more sense to kick that down the down the road when it is a one on one situation and there's mm-hmm. no doubt or no shenanigans and mm-hmm. you have that definitive thing. So, um, so I don't know. We'll see. I was I was fine with the finish. I thought that there was, um, you know, it, it, yeah, it could have built. I, I thought this about uh, a similar kind of a similar-ish match last year, Charlotte versus Asuka. I thought that the, the build to the finish, in fact, I thought the build to their finish in their SmackDown match was uh, was better mm-hmm. than the one we got at Mania last mm-hmm. year. But those are kind of qualms. Like, Becky won. It was a great moment. Uh, yeah. I thought it and was... Jay, thought it was J&J Mixed Match Wrestling Review says, you guys were saying the whole time uh, Ronda needed a tap, and now you're backpedaling. I mean, that's if they want the culmination of the story to be final. In the very in the Yeah, in the very end, she should tap. Yeah. But, I, you know this isn't the very end obviously yeah so um and yes we're allowed to change our minds uh speaking of somebody who doesn't seem to be changing his mind batista has tweeted out that he is done with he sports entertainment hired from sports entertainment uh i don't have the exact tweet in front of me but uh i can get it because yeah, i know how to operate twitter yeah you know how to handle the twitter machine yeah um uh really it was he had the, the tweet and also something on instagram and it was very heartfelt um and he he was on the Lillian Garcia's podcast and spoke mm-hmm. more about it and to say him doing the one last match losing to Triple H was his, his way of saying thank you to Hunter yeah for investing so much time in, in helping him uh, become a champion a huge star in WWE uh, to all the oh wait no that's the Instagram post sorry from well Instagram post kind of says the same stuff too yeah I should have just stuck with that I really want to see that my spy movie. Boy, there's a lot of a lot of for that. My oh, here we go. That was he. Man, he's been he's promoting right. a lot. Maybe he uh, ditched the tweet and just did the Instagram post. Yeah, that could be after the That'd fact. Be weird. I don't know, man. You get more characters to type out your true feelings on Instagram as opposed uh, to Twitter. That's true. That is true. To yeah, whatever. I'll just go to the Instagram post. I have the link right here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. To all the WWE fans across the world that gave me the opportunity to spend your disbelief, thank you. From the biggest part of my heart, thank you for letting me entertain you. Tonight was my storybook ending, and I wanted to leave you with all I had to give. I'll miss this theater of violence more than I can express in words, but I am officially retiring from sports entertainment. I'm proud of what I've accomplished. I leave in great health, and without a doubt, the show will go on. I had a hell of a run. Thank you for the journey. Peace sign emoji. Hashtag dream chaser. Hashtag. WrestleMania 35. I mean, it's, what, it's a heck of a way to go out in your final match taking bumps like he did nearing the age of 50. Yeah. That's crazy. That was a brutal match. Hats man. off to, to Dave. Yeah, that was great. He is great. 
All right, let's talk about Raw now. Show so the uh, show kicked off with Seth Rollins coming down the ring, burn it down, uh, delivering a promo. This was probably the best, like the opening, the opening bit was the best segment of the night. I oh, think, without a doubt, because it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, so he drops a promo talking about how Brock, he's out of here. He's on a flight to Vegas. Uh, he could stay in Vegas. Not welcome back here is Brock Lesnar. That's right. Essentially, he said no longer is he the uh, reigning, defending, undisputed champion. He says, now I'm the reigning, uh, defending, fighting, mm-hmm. undisputed champion. Yeah. Holds the belt up. Uh, cue New Day's music. Crowd pops huge. They walk down to the ring. Uh, Kofi says, you know... Uh, with all the stuff happened at Mania last night, the winner take all. Oh, even before that, sorry. Big E does a splits. This was this was so like the new day. Xavier and Big E are are obviously in such such a good place mentally. <laughs> it is it is written all over them. It's hilarious. Xavier Woods was humping the ground. Yeah, <laughs> Seth was like trying to ease him up a bit on that. And then Biggie, meanwhile, did the splits, and then everybody starts looking at Biggie, and he's just in full split position. Yeah, he just and resting like, oh there. Oh my god, he's like, yeah, it's oh, great. Man. Everybody's laughing. It's oh, fantastic. it was fantastic. Anyways, then Kofi suggests, you know, hey, at Mania last night, the main event, we saw a winner take all match. Uh, why, don't, why don't we do something like this tonight? <laughs> Let's do that tonight. Yeah, and then of course Twitter starts blowing up. Oh my God, are they gonna get? Are they gonna take that title off Kobe right now? No. <laughs> Seth accepts. After, and there's this great moment where where Kofi and Seth are just looking around the arena, soaking in the enthusiasm, the chance, the yes chance from the fans. Well, yeah, man, it was great. Everybody wants to see it. They're really moment. selling that moment really well. Yeah, it was awesome. And then Seth says, "Sure, we'll have that match." No, he said, "Challenge, Challenge accepted. accepted." That's right. Uh, so yeah. And then people started freaking out. Um, but, uh, no, it was, it was oh, and then, and then the best part of the, well, the second best part after the splits, Rollins music hits. Oh yeah. 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 Go to a wide shot and Xavier Woods and big E are sitting there just rocking their air guitar and they go to the pause. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It was pretty great. That was awesome. Those guys are amazing. So good. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, following that, we had the uh, the tag team rematch for the Raw tag titles. Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus 
La Revival. Yeah. This was a fun match. Yeah, this was a fun I match. I actually kind of feel like this match is better than the Mania match. Yeah, the finish to the Mania matches was really good. No, this was a better match. Yeah, yeah it was. It's like all, all told. Yeah. Like the beginning part of the Mania match, it felt like it was there was a lot of feeling out. There's no feeling out this one. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Both teams seem more and aggressive. And on top of that, I thought the, the finish was more... It was more crisp. It was more, I don't know. I like when they, when they act like the Usos are so good at that kind of stuff uh, over on SmackDown. Like they always execute these almost like New Japan finishes. You know, I mean, New Japan, they, their finishes are always so cool. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just sequence, 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 boom. Oh, there's a build to it. Yeah. There's, a, there's counters a, there's and like reversals and stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. And this had that. And the other one, I kind of didn't. Well, the other one, it was, it was the story. Of, of of Hawkins essentially rising above his losing streak almost literally because uh, Dawson dropped him that brain buster ringside yeah. put in the ring and was like oh he can't even get up yeah what a chump this guy is yeah assuming oh this is easy easy pickings here Kurt Hawkins roll up for the win yeah and this is kind of a situation where Revival took their eyes off the prize mm-hmm. where they hit the shatter machine on not the legal man they hit mm-hmm. it on Ryder yeah and that allowed Hawkins to get an opportunity to get another roll up win yeah. No, it was cool. I thought it was good. Yeah. But it just felt more crisp. It did. It maybe it might just be, I mean, I know, look, any stage you're on out there is a big stage, but maybe it's just WrestleMania, you know? Well, it could be a situation. Maybe this Mania match the first time these two teams have wrestled, so too. they kind of did have to have a bit of a feeling out, but now they're a bit familiar with themselves. So they're like, all right, pedal the metal. That could be too. I don't know. After that, uh, Baron Corbin came out. Hey, hey! I want a gold medal because you didn't think I was. It's like a title belt. That's what Corey said. You're, you're all, you're not, man. And then the crowd started like chanting F word at him. <laughs> they shut the F up. I think they were doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he said, "Real classy, you're New York. Yeah, that's what I expect from people from New York. You're dirty." And he says, "You dirty New Yorkers." Dirty New Yorkers. And then isn't it, Corey Grace pointed out that he refers to himself as Brooklyn's favorite son. Yeah. But also, he was WrestleMania. I'm not dirty. I think that's going to be his new thing is every town he goes in is going to be, insert town name here, favorite son. You're dirty. Oh, is that the Because at Mania, they said, and WrestleMania's favorite son. Oh, okay. That be his right. new thing. Um, anyways, Kurt Angle comes out. He says, hey, you were the better man last night. Good luck to you, Baron. He extends his hand. He shakes it. And then what did he say before he dropped them? Bad luck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, I wish you all the luck in the world. Ah, bad luck. And then he drops him with the uh, angle slam, puts him in the ankle lock. Yeah. He lets go. Uh, Kurtz, he's celebrating a bit. Cue Lars Sullivan's music. I thought, man, I, I know you're not into that music, but I love that piano bit. Yeah. It's so I think it's so effective. Boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh, no, there's a guy at a piano. And oh, no, I understand it's the little sinister melody. I understand why it's effective. I just, like, just musically, it doesn't really appeal to me. Um, so Lars comes down to the ring. Uh, he starts yelling at Kurt. Kurt steps to him, and then Lars drops him with a freak accident, followed with a diving headbutt. Yeah. And then he just leaves. Yeah. Again, should've I should have saved that for the main event. I think that you should have done that in the main event. You, you, you're making a bigger star if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Alexa Bliss made her return to the ring. So uh, the first time she's been in the ring since the Rumble, I believe. Been a little while. She uh, had called out Bailey and Sasha Banks on the Twitters, mm-hmm. like the W. Steve W. building right there. And uh, Bailey answered the call. Um, Bailey was working this match a bit heelish. She had her hand on the rope at one point. She uh, yeah. She uh, she seemed a bit vicious. She did a sunset flip with banging oh, Alexa Bliss's head into the yeah, that was good turnbuckle. Uh, but Alexa Bliss came out on top. She hit a DDT for the win. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, she started yelling at the ref to raise her hand. So it's not like this is a face turn. No, I was just kind of into. No, the the, the part where Bailey had her hand the rope that seemed like a mistake. Oh, you think so? Yeah, like she was just some thing where it's like it was, un- it was an unconscious thing where she just did it to steady herself. Oh, that could be because the ref was like, "Hey, you got your hands rope," and she kind of did this. <laughs> it seemed like maybe you're right. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't get the feeling from it like she was putting her hands on the rope to cheat. Mm. I felt like she put her hand on the rope to steady herself in some respect and oh, forgot her be. hand was there. Yeah, that could be. Sasha Banks had an interesting night on Twitter. Yeah, um, she pulled out of a, a Wendy Williams appearance today. Oh, did she? Yeah, for personal reasons. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So she had a, a a lengthy little statement here on Twitter. She says there is something about the way life happens today that makes it hard to look ahead. There are things that make it difficult to laugh, difficult to live the way you want. There are things that make it almost impossible to trust where you are, to believe in where you want to be. You look around and life is happening way too fast. Sometimes it feels like the moments are gone. Everything happens all at once and right away. We're marching towards destiny. We cannot understand towards the kingdom of convenient. Then one day you look up and you can't find the meaning. Your crisis of purpose and passion is acting up, but they tell you that's supposed to be normal. Well, I don't want normal. I want magic. Because that's the place that feels like home to me. That's the place where I remember what dreams look like, where meaning is effortless and purpose is simple. That's the place where love still matters. I want that feeling of coming home again. I want to feel like myself. I want that magic. Um, and hmm. then uh, today she said, due to personal reasons, I had to pull out of my appearance today on Wendy Williams. Sorry to everyone who's looking forward to it. Hopefully the opportunity will be there again later. Hashtag if you only knew. So hopefully she's doing okay. Yeah. That schedule is can't be rough. easy. The highs and lows of pro wrestling. Yes. I don't, I'm not a pro wrestler. I could only imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's like emotionally for a person. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she's worse getting to where she needs yes, to be. Yes, yes. Um, after Alexa and Bailey's match, we had uh, Becky Lynch, Becky two belts coming Boy, down the ring. Handling two belts does not look easy. Yeah, especially when she tried to get the ring and that SmackDown women's title almost fell. Yeah. But she recovered nicely. It didn't fall. She recovered nicely. Yeah, so she dropped a promo, uh, basically... Going over her match a little bit. She called out Ronda Rousey, said, well, you little weirdo, whenever you come back, I'll be waiting for you. She said, I'll knock the, the empty head off your shoulders or something like that. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and then she mentioned Charlotte. <clears throat> she said, uh, she said uh, Charlotte will be fine. The McMahons are probably already backstage waiting to give her the tag, tag team titles, titles or she something. Said, I know that these two belts make me a marked woman, so anybody who steps to me, uh, I'm going to slap the head off them. Right. So then she starts getting out of the ring. Lacey Evans' music hits. She starts walking down. Uh, Becky Lynch is sort of stands still in her path. Uh, Lacey Evans turns around and then turns back around uh, with uh, a woman's right. Which Becky kind of no-sold. She uh, didn't get laid out. Yeah, that's what I mean. She, yeah. So, uh, but she, she reeled. Yeah. And then came back and fought more. But yeah. no, she, ooh, buried the finish. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, don't bury my finish. <laughs> so then, uh, so yeah, then they brawled up the uh, the ramp. The brawl mm-hmm. looked pretty. The brawl was pretty. Yeah, stiff. It was pretty good. Yeah, and Lacey Evans was doing all that in heels. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. impressive stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then top of the stage, Becky tries to put uh, Lacey in the disarm her, and uh, Lacey kind of you know slips away. Off They're the, right near the stage, the like side the of the stage. Yeah, the stage. yeah, yeah, yeah. The edge of the stage. So she so gets she away. gets away. Um. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they need to be doing Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch right now if they're going to, if they have big things planned for Lacey Evans or should they uh, have her get some wins first? 
Yeah, she's like in all this time where she's been walking down the ramp and just turning back around. She could have been having matches and building her up. That's probably what they should have done. Instead of just have her walk down the ramp, turn around and walk back up. Mm-hmm. Because then she can come out and say, "I've proven my bona fides. I'm credentialed." Because she's only she was in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's had any other matches since her call up in mid December. Yeah, she wasn't even in the nope women's the, nope. the mania the china nope. royal and i don't understand i don't understand the point of of keeping her away from in-ring action unless they just think she's too green or something right now and that's the case why are you pushing her to the main event i don't know i don't know we had that report though that everybody likes working with her in the ring yeah i don't know which is i don't know did you see that uh the nikki cross uh a uh, little short dslr video Mm-mm. It, it's really cool they she it, it came out on her twitter yesterday it's like a good two minutes or so mm-hmm. maybe a minute mm-hmm. and a half and she's going on about on about um, uh, it's sort of like it's like some backstory. She's like recounting a story from her childhood about you know uh, being allowed to play and stuff. Hmm. It's re- and they do like a bunch of split screen stuff, and it's filmed like the color timing is sort of Soderbergh esque. Interesting. It's got a Soderbergh feel to it. Interesting. And I was like, oh man, that's really cool. Hmm. Uh, whether or not she's going to show up anytime soon. Yeah, I don't that's know. really the thing. Yeah. And after that brief Seth interview backstage, talking about the main event for the evening. Yeah, I think Gypsy was yelling at me at this point. Yeah, I remember anything barking major at me, coming out of this. And I don't, re- I don't re- I remember thinking, I'm probably, he probably said something pivotal here, so I should go back and watch it. I just figured he was hyping no, the match. Feel, yeah, he just hyped the match. I don't feel like he said anything pivotal. Next, uh, we had Ricochet and Aleister Black. Oh, hold on. One thing I do want to note, though, that I was very pleased with, and I think WWE understood that they came out of a pretty positive, a pretty good WrestleMania, mm-hmm. is that they did not say... This is going to be a crazy Raw where people boo what they cheer and they cheer mm-hmm. what they boo. They didn't do And I'm so happy they didn't do that because that's the most condescending thing ever. Mm-hmm. I think they understood that we kind of gave people what they wanted last night. <coughs> so, so if these people start booing something that they're supposed to be cheering, then that's kind of on them. You yeah, know? yeah. And then they get in the main event segment. Uh, next, we had Ricochet and Aleister Black taking on, I guess, their heels now, Bob Roode and Chad Gable. They had a little picture-in-picture promo where they're like, like- we're going to do things our way now. Yeah. Well, the thing that I liked about the picture-in-picture picture promo is poor Bob Rude, the first part of his sentence got cut off. <laughs> they came into it late. Hi, this is Rude with another Matt Chat question. <laughs> Steven Larson, when things don't work out for you and you're playing by the rules, do you not? Do you start to not play by the rules? Larson debate yes, Steve debate no. <laughs> Thanks, friendos. Too sweet, hearty handshake, Steve shoulder lean. That- <laughs> he gets cut off again. Exactly. Yeah, so that essentially that's what they said. They said, we're tired yeah. of doing things the right way. We were in that stupid Andre the Giant Battle Royal for doing things the right way, even though we've been teasing doing things the wrong way for a little while now. It's an overnight heel turn. Man, <laughs> there's so many opportunities. Like, if you just do the most basic of build things, would be a lot more effective. I think they would know this. Uh, anyways, towards the finish, uh, Bob Roode is pushing to the ref. They still couldn't. Dude, they got a heel turn. They still couldn't get a win. Like, why, why, why wasn't this against Heavy Machinery? Give number one, give Alistair and uh, Ricochet, Ricochet the night off. The night off. Because they're probably going to be wrestling the night on SmackDown, too. Right? They still had their NXT uh, lower thirds. Yeah. Uh, That's Al- probably the case till <laughs> Can we next week. Are talking weekend? about Alistair Black's entrance? Oh, gosh. What was going on there? I mean, there's a malfunction with the platform because he was just sitting cross legged and then stood up. <laughs> well, it was so here, it was weird because I kind of noticed, usually, especially at NXT, because they had it down, you have time to prepare at NXT. But when they moved over to main roster, it was it was fine. The TV direction, the camera guys knew what they were doing. Last night, I swear there was like a sh- it would be like a shot of the candles, 
and then like sudden movement and like the the crossfade would happen really quickly mm. as if everybody was out of place or something. No, oh, it could be. Because it wasn't like your normal Alistair Black entrance. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. okay, where's camera one? Crap, which one's camera two? Yeah. Who's in place? Who's out of place? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see kind of, you hear like some creaking, but then Alistair just sort of springs up out of nowhere. Up, yeah. Like a Rey Mysterio thing? Yeah. The thing is, like, I, I'm guessing, you know, they had TakeOver in Brooklyn. I'm sure they didn't tear the stage down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone misplaced his platform. I don't know. That could be. It was very weird. It was It was odd. Anyways, uh, towards the end, Bob Rude gets pushed into the ref, um, and then Chad Gable takes that opportunity since ref is distracted. Knock Ricochet off the top rope. Mm. Rude hits a spine buster. Ricochet kicks out at two, and then Rude and Gable hit their finish. Uh, Alistair comes in. He breaks it up. Uh, Ricochet flips out of Gable's rolling German suplex and hits like a single-legged uh, code breaker for the win. And afterwards, Bob Roode lays out Ricochet. Mm-hmm. So I guess he'll turn confirmed. Yeah. Cody Miles mentions here that Beth and Natalia also use the hashtag if you only knew. So I don't know if it's a story or something. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, next, Elias is backstage. He's ripping off a guitar solo. Takes a break, talks, and uh, says he's gotten uh, uh, enough time for the McMahons that evening mm-hmm. to un- unveil his rock opera in yeah. full. Yeah, And he promises to lay out anyone who interrupts him. He said he didn't care if they're a returning legend, an NXT call-up or superstar or whatever, or yeah. anybody else. He's going to lay them They'll up. have hell to pay. So then people are like, Ooh, who's it going to be? Who's well, he pretty be? much telegraphed it completely when you actually got to the ring all right let's talk about this so there's a box <laughs> oh dear and we the box about this and now. there's like steam or smoke coming out of the box it opens up and there's a puppet inside it's like a uh uh a, oh what's, it, what's that show called spinning image puppet yeah i guess it was a buzzard a bird of some sort it was like a phil yeah, it looked Collins like spinning a image it looked one. like a skexy from the dark crystal it was a buzzard yeah, I know, but it looked like a Skeksy. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was a dinosaur, pal. Maybe it was a dinosaur buzzard. <laughs> That'd be cool. What's the close? Well, you know, dinosaurs, they say, are closest to birds. Than yeah, anything. they say some dinosaurs had feathers. Yeah, that's right, which is weird. It'd be weird to live back when dinosaurs were around. Yeah, it'd be pretty frightening, I think. <laughs> right? How'd the cavemen ever survive in the land of dinosaurs, Steve? Oh, no, man. I get all my uh, historical... Uh, you know, like prehistoric uh, mm. uh, history from the, the, Flintstones, the Flintstones, obviously. Yeah. Yes. What is that? That's, that's from something. What is that from? Oh, I don't know. There's somebody used that line before. The Flintstones is not a documentary. No, I don't remember. God damn it! That's from something. I forget what it is. So, anyways, this box opens up. Oh, I know. I think I know what it was. I could be wrong about this, but do you remember Ricky Gervais's first podcast? Yeah, yeah. When the oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Flintstones is not a documentary. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> That was really good. That was really good. Anyways. Uh, anyways, uh, so there's this this puppet. It looks like a buzzard, I guess. It's got a fedora, right? No, I don't remember a fedora. I thought it had a Bray fedora. Hold on a second. It didn't have any feathers on its head. Bray puppet. Uh, how is not getting it, you the results you How wanted. is it? It's not coming up immediately. Uh, images. Oh, okay. In my head, it had a fedora. No, I didn't have a hat. <laughs> I love when my, I love when I. But did. I had no feathers. Yeah. It did. Okay, so it did have like a Hawaiian shirt. Though. Yeah, it had some sort of shirt. Okay. I remember that. All right. And so it pops up and it starts laughing with kind of like a wheezy laugh cough. Yeah. And that was it. But that's obviously. I mean, it, it sounded like Bray. 
Oh, yeah, maybe. Cough was. It sounded like Bray. I mean, I immediately was like, Well, you think buzzer. You're like, Oh, that's Bray. Well, I didn't see this thing. I didn't know it was a buzzer at first. I thought it was a dinosaur. I was like, But then I heard him talk and I was like, Oh, why is Bray doing like some weird puppet dinosaur thing? (laughs) It was, look, man, you just don't expect this to happen. No. You don't expect it to happen. I shouldn't have to figure out what kind of freaking animal this thing is. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. A weird puppet comes out. I don't know. What does a buzzard look like? It's a vulture, man. Buzzard. Well, I guess vultures don't have feathers on their head either. Because <laughs> if they did, that's not a buzzard. This is not. I None of those Googled are buzzards. None of those are vultures. Yeah, see, that's a vulture. That kind, Yeah, that kind of looks like it. But Difference between buzzards and vultures. Understanding buzzards. Sorting out the difference. I just want to know physical. Uh, New world vultures have very weak feet. Don't care about that. Turkey buzzard. Oh, wait. Buzzard hawks. Oh, I'm I so don't know, confused. man. Look, I'm just saying this right here. If this, is, if this is a vulture, his thing is follow the buzzards. Yeah. You know, what do, what, do, what do buzzards and vultures eat? Dead things. Oh, here, that looks like it. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, that looks like it. Um, like, yeah, dead men, like uh, Undertaker. Is that what you're saying? Brave versus Taker, part two, we're going to get that? No, we don't need that again. Don't need that again. So it was, a, it was a buzzard puppet. Yeah. How can they possibly pull this off and not come off like Bray's a complete idiot? I don't know how. I don't know. Does this right here, does this scream strongly booked gimmick to no. you? No. It's a puppet, damn it. Who do you think was operating the hand? I'd like yeah. to think Bray was. You think Bray was under there? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty funny if this was Bray's idea. He's or gonna, this is like... he. So it's time off. Yeah. You know, he's at home. He's helping uh, JoJo with her pregnancy. Well, and yeah, he's like, he's yeah. going online. He's like, oh, man, I remember this kid. The show I watched when I was a kid with puppets in it. Really weird, strange-looking puppets, man. Like Fraggle Rock? Spit an image, man. <laughs> that fool didn't grow up in England. Get out of here with that. They had a show here in the States. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, in the late 80s, I want to say. Oh, that's right. Why would you know about it if you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like, I was so young, but I remember those puppets, man. Man, remember that video Phil Collins did, man? It's the land of confusion. Bray Wyatt always living in the land of confusion, man. That's a good name for a finish, land of confusion. Yeah. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Coming at you from the land of confusion. Exactly. Six feet three, 270 pounds. Bray Wyatt. 
He comes out to that song. He has a Genesis gimmick now, I know. Superman, where are you now, man? Oh, God. I'm going to beat you against all odds, man. Yep. Oh, that's solo, Phil, man. We just need strictly Genesis. What other hits do they have with Phil Collins? The line is blurry for it's me. Uh, like there's some wham there's songs. I can't dance. There's some wham songs that I straight up thought were were solo George Michael songs. They're wham songs. Yeah, I can't dance. That was a uh, that's, that's Genesis. That's Genesis. Better name. What they hits they have? Oh, that's all. Oh, that's a good one. Invisible touch. That's Genesis. Oh yeah, I can't dance. Was that huh? Invisible touch. Oh, that's a great name. All these are great. Listen, all these are great name for finishers. Yeah, I know. I can't, well, not I can't dance. Oh, throwing it all away. That's throwing Genesis. Throwing it all away. Go back. You're in the deep cuts now. No, no. Well, this is early 80s stuff we're going back to. Yeah. The musical box. Follow you, one. follow me, follow the buzzards. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. I like it. Man, we've got the connection. Genesis. Genesis. Oh, uh, in too deep, too. It's in the fin too deep. Fin too deep. Anyways, moving on. That was weird. Dean Ambrose. Again, Bray, Bray could have come out the main event. Mm-hmm. Not his puppet, though. No, not unless he comes out with his puppet in his hand. After that, I was surprised to hear Dean Ambrose music, but they billed it as his final match in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, and he was taking on uh, Bob Lashley, who uh, came out. And then, like, did his music, his music, did his music hit? Because he was still on the ramp. And that music was done with. Oh, because Leo was supposed to talk. Right, and there was a moment they were. He wanted Leo to say something, and Leo didn't want he was to. Seem, he was seemingly speechless, and he tried again a couple other times, and they're on the apron. Then Bob grabs the mic, and that's what he says: "Hey, Dean, I'll be sure to take care of your wife for you when you're gone." Whoa! Wow! And he said, "What does that mean?" And it's like fairly obvious what he means. Yeah. Smash. Yeah. So Dean attacks him. They brawl, ringside, then up the ramp. Dean clears off the announce table, but then Bob gets up. Because Dean throwing him into the LED board. Bob gets up, hits him with the spear, and then he puts Dean through the announce table with the spine buster, and then Renee's over. Dean. Man, all the time. Sure okay. Dean Ambrose has taken a beating. We haven't seen Renee Young go over and like cradle him one time. We haven't seen that ever. This better not be a flipping story because Bob Lashley was on Twitter afterwards saying, Hey Renee, don't worry, I got your back once your husband's gone, or something like that. Well, after the after Raw last night, Dean said his goodbye. Yeah. So he's yeah. gone. No, I know, which worries me even more that Bob Lashley is going to be harassing Renee Young. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. And then that'll lead to something else. I don't know. Is Corey Graves going to come out of retirement? It'll probably be Roman. Roman will say, step off. That's a good point, yeah. Roman will, will interject himself on that. That could be. Uh, next quick shot of the returning. Oh, Sami Zayn. See, Let's go. I just don't do or don't do a shot of him. Just have him, his music playing. I know. I know. Much bigger pop that way. Yeah, I know. So he's walking backstage. Said he's coming back to the ring tonight. Mm-hmm. Then we got another uh, Mojo mirror promo. Camera pans around or tracks around, and the the mirror is now broken, and he's got like electricity face paint coming out of his eye. Confirmed. Broadgate mutant. It begins. It kind of because the way the mirror is broken looked like one eye was up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, stay like that. You're not that bro. Day. 
Mutant Day. Mutant Day. So yeah, he's got face paint now. Is he ever going to have a match? No, he's just going to talk to his mirror. There's going to be a bunch of... It's going to be this endlessly. Yeah, man. Like more face paint. I like the face paint, though. It's something different. I don't... It's terrible. It's, it's he's so got electricity gay. coming from it's his eye. so raw gay mutant. We should be celebrating that. That's our creation. Well, I want to get... Oh, that's not going to happen. Um, after that, then, we get Sami Zayn coming down the ring. He grabs a mic. He says, uh, hey, I'm back. Uh, my schedule's wide open, so uh, it'd be cool if I had a match. Yeah, just a match. Match would be good. And then Finn comes out, talks to the ref, says, I'll put my Intercontinental title on the line. Sure, why not? Ring announcer makes it so. Match begins. I like how we're the guys who, well, this is fairly obvious, but a couple times over the past nine months we had gotten... Friendo's asking, uh, you know, is there any chance that uh, Sami Zayn comes back from his injury, Jack Daddy? Yeah, he looked pretty much the same. He looked literally the exact same. He looked like he took even more time off from the gym. Uh, He's been traveling through Europe for a while. <laughs> right. They got some good food over All there, All sorts of great culinary delights some great over food there, over there, man. Absolutely. Uh, you know who probably doesn't indulge in any of those culinary delights? Finn Balor. No, man, he is jacked. You see, he was wearing the blue. Yeah. Smackdown. I think he did that last year, too. Confirm. I'm pretty sure he did that last year. Did they do a shake-up last year? Yeah. Didn't they? And, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure he did that last year. And I know he has a history of messing with people. He likes to mess with people. So don't take that as any indication that he's headed to Smackdown next week. Uh, Not to say it precludes the the possibility. Finn's been known to, to, to mess with people a little bit. Confirmed. Double confirmed. Uh, fun match though. Oh, it was a really fun match. Yeah, uh, it's good to see Sammy back in the ring. Yeah. Um, of course he hits Blue Thunder Bomb. He never wins a match that way. Finn kicks out. Finn goes up the top for a coup de gras. Sammy evades, tries to hit a roll up. Finn kicks out, and the finish saw Sammy missing a haluva kick. Haluva. Finn goes to the top, hits a coup de gras. He wins. Uh, Sammy grabs a mic, and just cuts a scathing promo. Scathing, yeah. calling out WWE Universe. For their highly critical ways. It's a toxic environment, he says, because of the fans. Mm-hmm. Y'all are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. God, they're going to be my mouthpiece. <laughs> That's what Vince said. Yeah, I know. Oh, these fans think they know better than Vince McMahon. Oh, damn. Quote the Raven here says, that Sammy and Daniel Bryan share the same hyperbolic <laughs> chamber. Hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Uh, Nate Ryan, uh, the friend on Twitter also last night, was calling out the uh, the parallels. I thought that too, between yeah. Between the two. But, you know, one guy's on SmackDown, he worked for Dan and Brian. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because he, he says the fans' lives are empty. He yeah. He says he has a really fulfilling life. Yeah. He says uh, the fans' the universe lives are so empty, they have to fill it with wrestling, essentially. Yeah, what's the cinnamon for Fickle? What's something he can shout at people? You don't have to look it up. It's no, fine. I'm going to look it up because I feel like I know it. But I'm also still, uh, like, exhausted. Uh, variable, capricious. capricious. There you go. Capricious, changeable. That's not a word. Capricious. Yeah, fickle has a better ring to it though. Yeah. Flighty, faithless. Oh, that's a good one. Flighty, arbitrary. Flighty's the answer. Flighty, flighty. Change it. So good promo. See where this leads. If anything, I'm sure it's just more mid card for Sammy. Man, when his contract's I'm like, glad that he's not doing... I, I would prefer this version of Sami Zayn than the other version of heel Sami Zayn, which is like him just overdoing everything like this. He was kind of doing that still. Like when he <clears> came <throat> out, he went through the, the door and just fell. Yeah. 
Yeah. And his dancing was still all over the top. Which yeah. I find entertaining, but I mean, in terms of like the, 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 I know you're talking about in terms of his mic stuff. It was getting so obnoxious mm-hmm. during the Kevin. I still, I still want Telestrator Sami Zayn. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, after that, we, we had, had a Dana a Brooke interview. Dana Brooke interview. Um, so I, I, I really like Dana Brooke. I hope she gets pushed, but she really needs to be practicing her promos. Or they need to stop scripting them. I don't know if that's going to help, though. There's a little piece of weird flotsam. Some yeah, some fuzz. Stuff. No, it's fuzz. Uh, yeah, because this was not good. But it's almost entertainingly not good. <laughs> you know? It just, it just very much felt like she was just standing there trying to remember her lines and then recite them. I feel she gets an A for effort. I think that she probably works really hard. Mm-hmm. But man, oof, boy, kind of rough. After that, Elias comes down the ring. He says, "Rapping is not that hard." I'm you know, she, rap right she has now. a very, she has a very. Um, her tone is very genuine. Mm-hmm. Her tone is. I think it'd be great if she was a heel, but like that. Yeah, where she's because this whole thing was very <laughs> diplomatic. It's like, yeah. I want to be in the title picture. I don't know if I can be the title picture. It should yeah. be, but I want to. Wait, who said? Oh, Lacey Evans is at the front of that line. She almost talks like an old lady. Lacey Evans is at the front of that line, and I know I'm not at the front of it, but I'm not at the back of it either. Yeah. Would you like some hard candy? Yeah. That's what she kind of sounds like. So maybe emphasize that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and then Elias, yeah, he says uh, rapping's not that hard. Yeah. I'm gonna do some now. He does. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Not as clever as John Cena. Right. Um, and then he culminates by saying, next one to interrupt me is a dead man. Well, of course, we all know who's going to come to the ring now. Michelle! Michelle! The gong hits. Dong! Gong. I, man, I really wanted keep rolling, 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 rolling. That's never going to happen, man. We're never going to get American Badass back. That crowd would have popped so much more. Oh, hell yeah, man. For some Limp biscuit. <clears throat> that crowd would have gone ape. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That would have been amazing. About- he could just be himself, man. Old man, American badass. He has like some gray sweats on. He lost a lot of hair in the span of like, what was the Saudi Arabia show? November. No, I didn't no. watch the show, but even the pictures then, like his hairline is. You whoop. think so? I don't know, man. I thought yeah, that's been that's been happening for a little while. No, it is, but it feels like it just he lost a lot more. Yeah. Uh, what was that show called? Crown Jewel. Yeah, Crown Jewel. Let's see here. Let's take a look. Maybe he can use some hymns. Well, that's not a good yeah, picture. Yeah, it's not a good picture. You need a close-up, man. That, he's got a hat on there. Without a hat. What that one? This one? I can't really tell. It's too far away. I feel like he's lost a lot. He, it's like his hairline's really going back. Oh, here we go. Well, that's all wig or extension or poofiness. I don't know. Also, it looks a lot different when you're when it's like dry and poofy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, he's old. He is old. He look, I mean, he looked pretty good, though. Yeah, like, he looked like he's he in pretty decent shape. showing off more of his chest. Yeah. Old grizzled chest. So he walks down the ring. Of course, earlier Elias had said he, you know, he wasn't going to take any guff, or maybe he tries to interrupt him. So the look on Elias's face when the gong hit was classic, though. It was classic because you're already on a close up, and he goes, "Yeah, that was awesome." So yeah, Undertaker's in the ring. Elias is like, "All right," starts to leave. Thinks better because he said he's going to beat up anybody who, who interrupts him. Yeah. So he goes in the ring. Acts like he's good. He'll leave again. Charges towards Taker. He eats a boot. Then a choke slam. 
Then Undertaker takes off his jacket and his hat, drops him with the tombstone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we probably won't see Undertaker now till uh, June when the WB goes to Saudi Arabia. No, 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 no. We're going to see him in May because he's going to be at Starcast. Yes, yes. True. This is the dead man. I put you down like a dog and you're watching going in wrong. It'd be great if it were to Rest in peace. Michelle. And after that, we had our main event. Main event. Kofi Kingston taking on Seth Rollins. A good Winner match while takes lasted. all, and can you believe it, Larson, we now have a unified champion. No, we don't, in fact. We don't. The, the more of the speculation last night leading up to this match was who's going to interfere, not who's going to walk away with both titles. Um, and, of course, everybody wanted the undisputed. That place would have blown up. Oh, heck, yeah. That's the perfect time, perfect place to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, Keep keep them on NXT. They need they need. Well, I mean, if Ricochet and Aleister Black still have NXT lower thirds and they're on main full time. Yeah, basically. no, I was actually thinking. I was like, you know, they could do Undisputed Era if if the experiment with Aleister Black and Ricochet, if they like it, they could still just do that. Have them still appear on NXT, still on all the shows they want. I suspect they still have NXT lower thirds because uh, <clears throat> once the shakeup happens, they're going to have Final Destination, and so. they might even get split up. I don't know. I think they're, yeah. they're a terrific tag team, but I guess, part of me wants them to get split up so that they could just be singles guys. Probably uh, Ricochet on Raw and Alistair on SmackDown. Yeah, either one. Unless Andrade moves know. to Raw and then Alistair will be on Raw. Yeah. Wherever Zelina is, that's where Alistair is going to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyways, this Kofi Seth match is pretty good while it was happening. Um, there's this great spot where they were avoiding each other's signatures and finishers. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. Talking about like New Japan style stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. Um, and then uh, they're both on the top rope. Kofi knocks Seth off the top, uh, sets up for his trust fall off the top rope, which is, gets me every time. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Thebar hits the ring. And they start beating up Kofi. Seth comes in, <laughs> tries to make the save. Uh, Thebar beats on him too um, eventually though Seth and Kofi clear the ring Seth grabs a mic and says hey we'll finish this another time we have beef with you for ruining this match Thebar Ooh. let's have this tag match right now uh, crowd starts chanting bull that's a bad yes. spot for Seth to be bullshit. in yeah. yeah well <clears throat> and the crowd pretty much rightly dumps all over it yeah, yeah. it's a really underwhelming way to finish the Raw after Mania yeah, I mean Sheamus and Cesaro—they're terrific. Because like the if, if the tag match itself that that followed all eight minutes of it was was really entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't bad by any stretch of imagination. Yeah, it just doesn't matter though. But when when you set up something possibly really cool happening, knowing full well that we're not going to see it culminate in any genuine satisfying way in terms of having one champion, we know there's going to be interference. Yeah. Just make that interference interesting, right. impactful, and send us on a direction that we think. Oh, okay. Something cool could happen from this. This just seems like we just want to break up this match. What are we gonna do? I don't know. V bar's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not gonna. Seth's not gonna show up at SmackDown tonight. No. No. So, yeah. Have Lars, Drew, Bray, <coughs> even Daniel Bryan, any of them getting there and start beating them up. Daniel been Bryan would way been better. Good. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and Rowan would have been good. Like let this match go. Make it seem like it's on the verge of. Oh, we're gonna get. A unified title, yeah, and have someone come in and interfere. Massive heat on that person, yeah. Well, now this is a situation where, in commentary, tried to cover is like, oh, the crowd's not happy that Thebar in- interfered this match. Mm, no, no, it wasn't Thebar no, getting the heat. It wasn't no. It was squarely on Vince. Yes. So, anyways, uh, Kofi did get that trust fall off, but then he was caught by Thebar. Then 
Seth broke it up with Suicide Dive. That was pretty mm-hmm. neat in the end. Uh, Seth pins Cesaro after Trouble in Paradise from Kofi and a stomp from Seth. How great was that Cesaro selling the stomp? Oh, that was fantastic. He like spikes himself and then flips over. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, and the uh, champions shake hands or fist bump afterwards. Uh, Seth raises Kofi's hand. It's a cool visual to end the show. Yeah. But it's just a shame that uh, we didn't really get anything terribly interesting that preceded that. I think even... You know what would have been nice, too? Is if right before the interference happened, we were about to get a Kofi finish on Seth. I feel like you might they might have squandered an opportunity to... You know, Seth got that universal title. That's the big title, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could potentially have a really great moment where that could be up for question in terms of yeah, who's yeah, the top yeah, yeah. dog, what's the top title. If you have Kofi set up to be this close from actually beating Well, then Seth, after the match, they can do a, a fist bump in Kofi and just say, was that close? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Seth being like, yeah. Exactly. Right, well. Yeah. He almost had him. He yep. almost had him. And that interference. And just the way, like, is Seth that grabs a mic and is like, hey, Kofi, let's not finish the match we're having now. Let's do a tag match. It makes Seth look bad. In what way? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, he's the leader, he's the top dog doing it? Or what do you mean? No, no, no. It's like, it's like, well, I just, they're having a match. Kofi challenged in this match. And I I don't know. It's, I'm not saying this is their intent and it's not even like the primary reading I would give to it. You could say, oh, this is Seth finding a way to avoid finishing his match with oh, Kofi. yeah. Because yeah. while he wasn't on the verge of losing, yeah. he was at the disadvantage at that I moment. Didn't, <clears throat> I see what you're saying. I didn't read it that way at all. Um, that wasn't but, my primary reading of it either. But yeah. it just seemed like, well, why would you have Seth? I, I did. I <laughs> In my head, no, but you're right. In In my head while watching it, I distinctly remember me thinking, there's still eight minutes left. Uh, he could totally like tell the ref, no, we want this match restarted. <laughs> you know exactly. But I kind of knew in my heart that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I sort of stopped thinking about it in terms of well, what does storyline logic mean? Because at that point, you're just thinking, well, how are they going to write themselves out of having a, a unified champion? At the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. Year? And that's I mean that's bad because it's taking you out of the show. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it is what it is. Uh, let's do a SmackDown preview. Yes. See what they have. Uh, the New Day. Oh, the and New that Day. was another thing. I'm sorry. That was another thing that people were pointing out. They were te- there was literally a tease for SmackDown for Kofi to celebrate his WWE Championship win mm-hmm. uh, during Raw. I know, knowing full well that you know, well they have this match coming up where he could that could not happen. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's little things like that. Yeah, no. The New Day celebrate Kofi Kingston's WWE Championship win at WrestleMania. After 11 years of hard work and sacrifice, Kofi Kingston made the most out of his WrestleMania opportunity, defeating Daniel Bryan to become WWE Champion in his first ever one-on-one chance at the title. While Sunday was an emotional night for Kingston, his family, and The New Day, tonight's edition of SmackDown Live will be cause for celebration. Big E and Xavier Woods are hosting a party for their friend. What will they have planned to celebrate the new WWE champion? Next, the Usos and the Hardy Boys square off for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Well, that's cool. I thought we were going to get that at Mania. Jimmy and Jay, <clears throat> excuse me, Jimmy and Jay Uso emerged victorious from a frantic fatal four-way match at WrestleMania, defeating Thebar, Ricochet, and Aleister Black, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev to retain their SmackDown Tag Team Championship. 
But the Usos will not get to rest on their laurels as they will put their titles on the line tonight against the Hardy Boys in the first ever battle between these two teams. Matt and Jeff Hardy have made it clear they're on a quest to become the greatest tag team in all of time and space. Will that journey lead them to SmackDown tag team titles? Or will they find themselves on lockdown in the Uso Penitentiary? Which set of brothers will emerge victorious from this huge first time ever showdown? How will The Miz bounce back after crushing loss to Shane McMahon? Shane McMahon once again put his hands on The Miz's father. What's his name? Potato Face. Potato Face. Thank you. On Sunday at WrestleMania, sending the A-lister into a rage that brought their Falls Count Anywhere match all around MetLife Stadium. But The Miz's fury may have cost him. A superplex from a camera tower sent both competitors plummeting, can't talk today, through a platform on the stadium floor. But upon their crash landing, Shane O'Mac was on top of The Miz and he secured the three count to win the battle. There's no doubt that The Miz was crushed. They didn't get the ultimate victory over his former friend. How will he rebound? Mm. Will the target on Becky Lynch's back get even bigger? Becky Lynch may have had all the glory coming out of WrestleMania, but the man has quickly learned that being a champion on two brands may be tougher than expected. Last night, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion emerged on Monday Night Raw to celebrate her victory. Uh, but when I'm distracted by the spin the wheel thing, here. I know there's a lot going on over there <laughs> on the website. There's like an ad for spin and win to see exclusive WWE videos. Yeah. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Or they have like a slot machine thing for, for this exclusive network videos or exclusive to where the network. <laughs> and how am I seeing my browser? I already have the network. All right. Carry on. Sorry. Sorry. I know it's just annoying. Uh, last night, let's see to celebrate Bro. her victory. But when her celebratory speech concluded, Lacey Evans arrived. The sassy Southern Belle, who has yet to compete on Raw and SmackDown Live, decked Lynch with her patented woman's right punch, setting off a wild brawl with the double champion. Will anyone on Team Blue follow in Evans's footsteps and target the man? Uh, how will how iconic will SmackDown Live be? The WWE Universe was shocked, 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 shocked. at WrestleMania. When Billy Kay and Peyton Royce took advantage of the chaotic nature of the Fatal 4-Way match to capture the WWE Women's Tag Team titles, now that they've been crowned champions, just how iconic do they plan on making WWE? Find out on SmackDown Live tonight, 8, 7 Central on USA Network. This preview was written by Bobby Maloke, who looks stunningly like Rick Rude. Rick Rude, I know. I don't I think it's actually recruited. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. 
And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So, uh, so yeah, uh, let's uh, take it to now to questions and see what questions people have. Yes, got a couple new members, PJ Stahl and Jordan. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen says, fun weekend, but this slow wolf is exhausted. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, Steve looking good with the fresh cut. Thank you, Jimmy Thomas. I think that's shaking off too much. I have a, my face looks fat. Uh, Josh, mm. Mm. power rank top five things that scare AJ Styles. Oh, well, number one is Gillette Razors. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. it scares me. Rawgate Mutant. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Uh, losing his nipple again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently another uh, RKO at a phenomenal form because he took every measure possible to avoid that happening. Well, yeah, everybody should be scared of that. And then being doxxed by Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe <laughs> yeah. knows where he lives. Yes. <clears throat> Joseph. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Joseph McGinnis felt like a holding pattern raw till after the shakeup. Yeah, maybe. At least do the shakeup the night after Mania. Yeah. Get all done. Well, because I understand why. Because too much excitement one weekend, kind pe- of. People are going to watch regardless. Raw after Mania, you need to give them another reason to watch another episode. <laughs> so you do the shakeup. Uh, Jimmy Thomas uh, is pointing to the Bray uh, puppet thing. Says a bunch of smoke, wheezing laughter. It's the True Buds. Oh, there you go. Could be True Buds. See if next week that uh, buzzer shows up again with the J. <laughs> He's got a joint in his mouth. And oh knows True man. Buds happening. I'm high, man. Elliot Smith, why do they have to bury Elias like that? <sighs> yeah. He's, only, he's getting buried by the finest, at least. Oh, Elias? Yeah. I, did, I mean, I sort of stopped caring about him. Like, yeah. I don't think of him as a wrestler anymore. No. He's just sort of in-game entertainment. Uh, Swole Ricky, that's a great name. What superstar shakeup moves you guys want to see? I do want to see Finn go to SmackDown. We should do a count on that this weekend. All right, done. Which ten shakeup moves we want to see? That ten shakeup moves that must happen. Yes, must. You it needs to happen. Roman to SmackDown. Otherwise, the entire WWE will collapse in on itself. Yes. Nakamura to Raw. Alistair Black and Ricochet split up. Yes. There we go. We gave away like half. Oh, did you see that cute little backstage segment? That was great. I love you, dude. Yeah, that was so good. He said, "I love you, dude." That's so good. That was so cute. Uh, let's see here. Um. Josh Little, power rank five characters from the past or legends to interrupt Elias. What the hell is up with a Bray Wyatt return teaser? Yeah, that's weird, man. Uh, well, of course, Honky Tonk Man. We were, that'd be cool. We already saw Jeff Jarrett interrupt him. Anybody else got a musical gimmick? I'm strictly thinking musical gimmicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is there anybody from... Boogenhagen. Yeah, Bugenhagen. There you go. Uh, Alex C., do you think anyone down the line will remember the finish to the Mania main event? Or will it be like Jericho winning the undisputed title where the result is what's remembered, not the means? Yeah, that's the thing, is that people just remember the moment. Yeah. They don't remember, like, the, oh, but, but, the but, specifics, yes. But the spe- yeah, exactly. Uh, Dylan Haggett, actually Alexa Russell the night after the Rumble. Fair enough. Uh, Cody Miles, any tips on what to do when you have heat with your wife for watching 59 hours worth of wrestling in one week? Before the podcast, 
just now it's time to focus on her. Mm-hmm. Give her what she wants. If that includes smashing, great. If it just means you know some time, meal where you a nice to, dinner, you got to listen to her talk and talk and talk. A good bottle of wine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. flowers, five gin and tonics in one sitting. Strawberry, sorry, chocolate covered strawberries. It's gin and sodas first. And I actually haven't had one of those in several weeks. I put a, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about like, what do you want to do for his wife? Well, it's obviously a reference to me. So <clears throat> curb your tone over there. Not everything is about Larson. Well, I hear gin and tonics and five of them. I know your ears perk up because you're, you're fiending for oh, it. Oh, I know. <laughs> so you're a sweet, luscious, non-functioning alcoholic. alcoholic. Uh, I put up a, also on the Patreon, I'm going to uh, go between, I put up a members only for the Slow Wolf Pack members. Can we get some members-only jackets with Slow Wolfpack logos on them? Uh, I'm very tempted to do that, yeah. Will Holler, are you going to make new Slow Wolfpack shirts for the group? There is no group anymore. Oh, for the YouTube? <laughs> I thought you meant the faction in Weeba Craw. So they, well, there's two available now. You can There's the Slow Wolfpack shirt that's at Pro Wrestling Tees. That's just a black shirt with a slow wolf pack logo. Or on the Society 6, there is the all-over print one. There is the all-over. If you want to be, yeah, like super member, you can do that. So they there are they are available out there. They're in yeah, the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as to whether or not we will produce a new shirt, uh, right now there's no plans, but yeah. you never know. Uh, Thalamic Rex, this money is just for you guys being you. Too sweet and hearty handshake. Thank you, Thalamic. Thank you very much. Uh, Dom L says, hashtag Ruby for money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. Reed, 9449, is a new member. Welcome, L.A. Reed. Greg Morris, if Lars had had his match at Mania against Cena, what match uh, that did happen would have been cut? And what, if any, gets moved to the kickoff? I think it probably... They probably, I hate to say this, but they probably could have moved uh, uh, the U.S. title match to the kickoff. Yeah. That was a minute long. I don't know, man. Probably made... Well, Triple H wouldn't have given up any of his time. Mm-mm. I mean, it would have been a quick match. Mm-hmm. I feel like that Lars match probably would have been like a shockingly short one. Yeah, I think so. Like he would have sucker punched him in some manner and then free accident. Yeah. and that's it. But also, who knows? If, if Cena doesn't like Lars, I don't know. That would have happened. Yeah, no. Uh, Buyer's Guide to Cryptids. Hey, guys, can I, Gatlin, get a happy 20th birthday after watching? I'm getting my first tattoo, but can I get Triple H explaining his entrance to Vince? All right, listen, Dad. Here's happy the birthday, Gatlin. Happy birthday. Uh, this is what I, I wonder what his tattoo is going to be. Uh, here's the deal. I got this really cool custom car. Ah, oh, another custom car. Yeah. It's, What's your fascination with the, uh, automobiles? Tell me. Have you seen this movie son, called? <clears throat> son. <laughs> have you seen this movie called Furry Work for Furry Road? You think I have time to watch motion pictures? <laughs> I got time to watch the talkies. I know. <laughs> I can't spare five minutes to go to the gym most days, much less go to Nickelodeon. <laughs> the Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh man. Uh Dylan. Uh, this sorry, is go ahead. There at the bottom says, Is Dana Brooke the Baron Corbin of the women's division? <laughs> Diction and cadence wise, yeah. Hey, you're not me. Uh, Dylan, it was so obvious that the puppet laugh was Bray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Savvy McFly, was this Raw a little weak compared to the last Raw after Mania? I don't remember much about the last. What happened on the last Raw after Mania? 
<laughs> well, nobody ever remembers this stuff, call man. Ups, I think nobody ever remembers this. Uh, stuff. Jay Sean Lawrence, is it me or does Sammy look like NWO with Dean Ambrose? Now he's got a haircut. What was up with Dean having his hair parted last night? You know that? <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah, that. yeah, his hair parted. I, maybe I did. Wait, maybe I did. Like way on the side over here. Oh yeah, that sounds that's funny. I can't remember him having it parted before. Oh, this is Liam Wagner with WWE recently signing Russell and Flo as an on-air yeah, digital that's talent. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, what internet super fans could sign with the company and what would they do? For example, Brock Lesnar guy, who's Mache275? That's the, there's a guy that goes by Mache that's a, a, a sneaker customizer. Oh, okay. He does, he's done some Machine stuff. I think he, I don't know if he did the Jordan 3s that Becky wore last night, yeah. but he did a pair of Jordan 1s for Becky. Okay. But he's got a, you know, he's a well established, uh, Shoe customizer already. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. Who? Who else? Like they should. They should hire Grim. Mm. Book. Have him produce some matches. There you go. He takes over main event. Joe Juarez, Beefy Dubs, experimenting with some new product. Maybe. Uh, Cody Lee. Uh, what are your predictions on the three biggest superstars jumping brands next week? Find out and count out. Yeah, this yeah, Saturday. yeah. Quoth Raven seventy nine says, "Mama by Genesis with Phil is great to smash to." Interesting. What? Yeah, a, a smash into a Phil Collins song. I mean, Patrick Bateman did an American Psycho. Yeah, that's the studio though. <laughs> Marcus Harrison. If the puppet were a dark manifestation of his or other, sorry, what if the puppet were a dark manifestation of his or other wrestlers' thoughts and desires? But for some reason, the voice of the of the buzzard is Bobcat Goldthwait. That'd oh be my great. God, that's a weird That'd reference great. right there. Is Bobcat still with us? I he's, believe he's, so. He's directing movies. Yeah, he directs now, yeah. That's right, yeah. I saw one of his movies. It wasn't very good. I forget which one it was. Uh, Jose Alaguna. How did Bray convince Vin- How did Bray convince Vince to bring out a puppet? It might have been someone else's idea. I'm telling you, man, it was a writer who pitched it as a joke. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we, like, listen, I've had this idea for a while now. It's a box and there's a puppet inside. It's a buzzard puppet. It's, it's a puppet show. Right? And the thing convincing and a laugh. Oh, you're hired. You're my favorite new writer. Oh, that's the best idea. That's I've great. I love puppets. Have you ever seen Fraggle Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Hagman. Power rank wrestlers that would use a cardboard box as their new compound. Well, Elias. I mean, Elias comes off straight up like a, you know, a, a subway dweller guy who's yeah. on the guitar. Yeah, well, I mean, that was his the the gimmick before was the drifter. The drifter, yeah, exactly. I kind of dropped that, yeah. but uh, quote the Raven seventy nine did Sammy and Daniel Bryan share? Oh, I read that earlier. Uh, Hyperbaric Chamber. Brian Carter, do you think after the reaction at WrestleMania and the Raw after Mania that Vince is fully convinced that Kofi can be a good champion with a solid reign? Um, I don't know. Vince is Vince. I think I, I'm. Probably. I mean, if, if Kofi keeps on getting these like crazy, crazy good chance, mm-hmm. then I, I think his case will be a lot more solid because Vince, I think, does kind of pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. But I think I think 80% of it is like, well, what does Vince think? Yeah. Uh, Robert Sinfern, best rhyme sayer rapper and why is it I idea? I'm not that familiar with the rhyme sayer. All I know is atmosphere. Uh, and I think Murs was with rhyme sayer. I don't know if he still is. Oh, okay. Um, Oscar Osorio, you guys watching Endgame opening day? I am for sure. I haven't even seen the other he one. He hasn't yet. even seen Infinity War. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Aaron Kilborn, what is Lars's ceiling? Braun Strowman. Wow, that's a high ceiling, though. Yeah, but not championship material. Braun is like universal guy in wait. He's like face of the company in waiting. I meant Braun Strowman as he like his kind as of, he exists right now. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a, there's another ceiling out there. Let me think of it. I think his ceiling is probably. Do you remember Mason Ryan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luther Reigns. Heidenreich. <laughs> His ceiling is Festus. Snitsky. Snitsky. Snitsky's hey, Snitsky's a good ceiling to have. That guy was he was hot business for a second. Yeah. He had like that weird Lita baby story. Yeah, line. is that when he kicked the baby? I think. I think maybe. I could see Lars Sullivan kicking a baby. Yeah, I could see I that. I could see that happening. Uh Josh Little, they said it was Dean's last match, but we get John Moxley in WWE. <laughs> Uh, Dominic Marini is WB living up to the, to the hype of giving fans what they want. Uh, and Mania, yeah, but uh, Raw after, not so much. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Ringo asks if the, he thinks there's going to be a unification match next year at 36. Seth versus Roman, maybe. What if they move Roman over to SmackDown? They should move Roman over to SmackDown. Iconic Bud Ryan, feel like I owe you money because when my mania party got bored, I resorted to Triple H impression. Had everyone rolling, learned it from watching you guys. Sorry, from watching you. Love you guys. He's that's gimmick infringement, man. That's just straight up. You're not the first to do a Triple H impression, but I'm the best. I'm the even finest. that's debatable. Jeffrey wow, Nguyen really? says buried by the finest. Kona Reeves is Undertaker confirmed. Finest, finest. Uh, undisputed shin kicker. How do you build sanity back into a competent tag team? Yeah, they got to well, like win matches. But yeah, they just need to put together some wins. Give them like a, a cardboard box with a puppet inside. Yeah, that'll get them there. Turn them into young love. Uh, Luis, Fel- <laughs> no, dude, no, yeah, it's turn them into young love. If you aren't watching Stephen Larson book Raw, you are missing out on the most quality wrestling entertainment there is. It's one of those things. It's mind-boggling that less than 5,000 people watched We Book WrestleMania. No, more than 5,000 at this point. Is it at more than 5,000? It's mind-boggling that less than 10,000 people have watched that. It's that good. What's the population of the world? It's mind-boggling it's that like everyone's probably playing. Probably 8 billion by it. now. Man, Let's yeah, the they, they really need to do that. What are we at? Uh, 5,200, almost 5,300. Oh, my goodness. That, that should be, it should be tenfold. Yeah. This oh, is the best. Fold. This is the best cre- create a WWE universe thing that's ever existed. That has ever existed. Rawgate Mutant is number one storyline mm-hmm. in all of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Luis Felipe de Castro Reis. Uh, do you guys see Sami Zayn better as a healer face? He says personally, he thinks that Sami is one of the few guys who can pull off baby face better than heel. Guess what, Luis? I agree with you. I kind of prefer him as a face. I do. Uh, I want to see him with, with the Telestrator gimmick first, and then I'll decide. Uh, Pi one two zero three rate. What, whose smart idea was it to have Money in the Bank be the same night as the Game of Thrones finale? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my god! Oh wow! Ooh. They probably didn't know that when they rescheduled. Is there a lot of crossover there between wrestling probably. and Game of Thrones? There's a lot of wrestlers who like Games of Thrones. <laughs> Seth Rollins, like, what's Seth Rollins gonna do? Sorry, he gets paid to wrestle, oh, so he'll probably ah, do that. My leg hurts. Oh, it hurts. Sorry. I'll be watching Money in the Bank. I'm like five seasons behind on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wasn't my thing. Yeah. 
no, I'm looking forward to that. It should be good. Let's see here. Uh, the one, new season start already? One more. No, it starts in a... I think the same week as like Endgame, maybe? Maybe before then? When is that? It's like the end of this month. So they're going to have like four episodes this season? Because Money in the Bank is, is in May. When does Game of Thrones start? It's like May 19th, I want to say, is Game Money in the Bank. Game of Thrones. It's like eight. I think it's like eight seasons or eight episodes. How far are we from? Uh, About a month. A bit more than a month. So it's the 19th. Let's see. Here. Oh, that's right. They're putting out some Game of Thrones Oreos. You know, I can't find the... the well, if it's eight episodes, then it had to have premiered March 31st. Uh, let's see here. All episode lengths. Oh, here we go. Season eight. Here go to episodes of my same on the air. Episodes. Yeah, here we go. Uh, April 14th. Oh, so it's like this week. And it goes to May 19th. Oh, so there's only six episodes. Oh, wow, look at that. Oh, but they're probably like super long or something. Deuce Trey says Game of Thrones is this Sunday. This Sunday. Okay, cool. Goes to show how closely I pay attention. Yeah, I'll watch that shit. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. The final season uh, would be, okay, stated instead of the series finale being a feature film, the final season would be like six one-hour movies on television. All right. (laughs) Isn't that what like a weekly drama is anyways? (laughs) It's an hour-long movie, essentially? Maybe they mean like they're going to be more... Like all the different threads are going to resolve per episode. Maybe. I don't know, man. I know. People like to say things. Yeah. If you're a show, you get so many questions about Game of Thrones. That poor bastard. He's like, I don't know. It's like six one hour movies. (laughs) You're you're going to watch it now? He's just trolling people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What are you going to not watch? I know. (laughs) We got six hours of of, of people out there hiking across. Yeah. Yeah. What are the Snow, Westeros? Westeros. And that's all it is. Zombies. You seen Brown Bunny? It's all that footage of Vincent Gallo driving. <laughs> this is like that, except no payoff at the end. <laughs> no payoff at the end. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you call the Brown Bunny payoff? Quote unquote payoff. <laughs> the final scene. Quote unquote payoff. Except no smash at the end. Anyways, I think we've rambled enough. Oh yes. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Dollar and up patrons. Uh, we got an overrun coming up. Oh, yeah. It's uh, uh, Truth Exposed Tuesday. Oh, that's right. It is Tuesday. God, it feels like a Monday. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.